wasn't supposed to have. No. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. Well, that's a good way to start it off. It was off. supposed to be muted, but uh, <laughs> it just didn't happen. And we're sure we're recording one. I don't yeah, see yeah, anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. You there sure? You yeah. Take a look. Boom. Waveforms right there. You see them? I don't see anything. Yeah. Sorry. This oh, the blue. Okay. Thank God. Look how smooth we are now, Joe. <laughs> smooth operator. Jinx it. Am I the only one here in choppiness? Oh, yeah, that's normal. No, that's normal. That's the unfortunate <laughs> thing. That's why you need one ear exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're yeah. not that good yet, but. <laughs> Do I have to use this shit? Every no, time? You, no don't. you don't. Okay. It's just, just to if make you sure hear... if your levels are okay. Yeah, it's just. So if, sorry. If, right, you, so you no, can no, hear like... yourself and like, because it'll go away. It'll like, yeah. it'll, it comes in and out. It like phases. Uh, yeah, I'm counting phases. on you guys to check my levels then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, you're good. Okay. I this mean, you also don't want to miss out on the uh, the fancy oh, yeah. uh, music we got going I on. I see. Yeah. It may not be worth it though. <laughs> it's <not. laughs> Honestly. It's really not. We really got to fix this shit at 1.1. Dude. <laughs> it's so bad. I got, I'm, I'm literally emailing people and saying, how the fuck do you guys get like nice sound effects live on your shit? And I'm pretty sure they don't do it this way, but it's a little. Yeah. Well, we're back. Yeah, we're yes. fucking back, dude. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yep. yeah, pretty much. Um, the yeah, first. It's been a very long while. And second guest, <laughs> Joe. Yeah. <laughs> and now the, what is he, the fourth? Because we had one. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, I'll mute his name out. Mute that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I did not. to mute that. I did not know you had him as a special guest. We did, but the shitty thing is. The audio fucking got lost because we went over way over time with one. We probably okay. went like a hundred plus minutes, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it yeah. stopped recording and yeah. purged the whole fucking audio. Yeah, I could imagine. The, the that. Literally, thing, the whole thing crashed because like it's recording, it's writing to RAM. So oh, it's like <laughs> it has to like dump the file. When you stop it, it dumps the file, and it's like okay, yeah, yeah. But we never stopped. See. So the RAM probably yeah. allocate it probably allocated all the fucking RAM and it was like fuck what do I do with this yeah and it crashed <laughs> and it crashed the whole damn thing yeah. so now we know we have limits so yeah, it was like what 120 minutes we can't surpass yeah, okay yeah. oh yeah well yeah at least have to take a break yeah. yeah yeah that's true <laughs> right true, true. yeah mm. but uh but yeah honestly I, I haven't really had a lot like happen between now what, and last time shit yeah we have. What do you mean? Oh, well... We've had plenty of stuff happen. I guess so, but last time we didn't even talk about, like, topics that, like, you know, we wanted to talk about, I guess. Yeah. Well, this time we want to talk about Brian Cox and uh, Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I fell asleep listening to it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you really? No, it's because I I try to listen to stuff before I go to bed because I try to maximize the amount of time I, Mm. like can can get other things other than my work in my head right mm. so i'm like all right let me fill in let me go to sleep listening to this but sometimes if it gets too good <laughs> i'll like end Keep up staying up for an hour and shit yeah. just yeah. like oh shit yeah that's true or that's bad for your sleep schedule it is bad but sometimes it just helps yeah nobody thinks joe rogan's like voice is that soothing but it's mm. fine though maybe because he's british maybe because brian cox is british and it kind of helped Mm. Oh yeah! Every well, YouTube makes... comment on there was just like Brian Cox's voice is so smooth, and soothing. <laughs> soothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree though. He's just got a light, uh, light voice. He was in yeah. a band, dude. Yeah, I know. Huh. He was in, like at some music rock group in the '90s or something. Mm. Yeah, seems like an English thing. Yeah. Probably. 
I thought I was hoping it'd be like Oasis or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> something like, that'd be known. Cool as hell. What is that? Don't fear the reaper. No, no, no. Uh, Wonderwall. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Said maybe I thought it was gonna be one of those guys. That's probably the worst option you could have picked. Really? Yeah, they're not that Wonderwall, bro. I appreciate yeah. it. That's man. basically the basic, um, the basic bro song. Yeah, it kind of is, but but it is. Oh, the cliche. I like them. I like them though. Yeah. So what, what did you guys think? Uh, I don't know. I don't have too many notes. I, I'll just riff off of whatever you guys got, but. It seemed uh, it was interesting talking about the philosophy stuff, but then when it got to the science, it's kind of like I've heard this a million times. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, nothing new for us, right? Yeah, but he's explaining yeah. for a layman audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. Brian Cox honestly was one of the better guys yeah. on there because he didn't try to get too crazy, trying to show off fucking Lorenzo tractors or whatever the hell. Uh, yeah, what, yeah, what was um, what was uh, what's Weinstein. the guy's name? Weinstein. 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 Yeah. What the hell was he doing last time? Yeah. And freaking Lawrence, well, Lawrence Krauss wasn't horrible either. Um, yeah, but I thought Brian Cox was one of the better ones. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He kept it very, um, kept it real at a conceptual philosophical <laughs> level, and then added and sprinkled in physics where it was necessary. Yeah, true, true. Which is like the way to do it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, Jamie was along for the ride. You know, he's like, he's like a physics. Guru. Jamie, pull that video up. Like you know what I'm saying? Because he got an A in physics. Because he got an A. According to the, there's a rumor that he got an A in physics, but I don't know. I think he said it on a podcast. Oh, he did. I think Joe Rogan said that. Oh, Jamie got an A in physics. Oh, oh people yeah. just roast on him. Yeah, for that? people roast on him for it. Yeah, you know they always do. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. In every podcast. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, man. Yeah, I've actually got some things on here that he talked oh. about. So the first one he said he was talking about wormholes, hmm. and uh, I don't know if you remember he was he was describing the movie Event Horizon, yeah, yeah and how yeah. they use wormholes to travel into space, and um, Joe was basically asking how they if they're a source of propulsion. <laughs> that oh was already yeah, a stupid, yeah, I was like that's not the right word. Joe. <laughs> I know what he was trying to say, but not propulsion. Propulsion is like I think actually, damn, I forgot to look it up. I don't know if propulsion. I guess. I can't really say either because I don't know the definition, but I think propulsion requires like combustion, does it not? Or yeah, can you, I guess. I can, guess or so. is it just the act of propelling something? Yeah, I would. Um, I would think the latter. I mean, I'm not sure myself, but um, like maybe some type of energy, right? That's, okay, that's so it doesn't really have to be combustion, right? Yeah. Okay, like, so I guess maybe it's okay. The thing is, still with what he's describing the Einstein Rosen bridges, you know, yeah. wormholes, they still aren't really propulsion because it's like bending space time. And then you're going through the wormhole. Mm. So I don't know. There's, there's, there's some, um, yeah. What do you guys think about some that? pedantry? Yeah. Um, hold on. Let's pause a minute. I, I want to <laughs> talk about that. Cause I thought yeah. it was like, well, what was Joe? Joe was trying to say like, if you can curve, I think he was alluding to like, how can you, how can you do that? How can yeah. you use a wormhole yeah. to travel through? Right. Space time or whatever. Which is one of the classic things, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And if but it's, it's possible. Like, you're saying it is possible? Uh, well, I think Brian Cox said it was possible. He said, well, it's oh, there's possible no, there's no mathematically. Rule right, yeah. right, right. Well, the thing is, it requires things that don't exist, which yeah. is like a lot of these theories. True. Specifically, he said in the podcast that it required um, negative pressure. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I can't even fathom what that means. Yeah, no, 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 I, negative I, pressure was negative... 
Well, I think that's what Brian Cox said. I think that's what Co- uh, Brian Cox said. Yeah, but negative pressure. P- PBS Spacetime has a good video on it. I think. Oh, the th- guy, th- the guy with who looks like a Neanderthal. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> smart he's, as hell. Yeah, he's yeah, a smart he looks ne- like a Neanderthal. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they had some video on it. I think I could be mistaken, but there they kind of go more into the physics. Like they're kind yeah. of they lay it on heavy with the theory and stuff like that. Mm. But I That's think I don't like CBS space time. <laughs> they kind of go through it too quickly. Yeah. But I think he said that you need negative mass for um, that to be possible. Mm. Right. Okay. The, the Rosenbridge. Maybe it's the same thing because pressure is force over area. Right. Yeah. So, so I, I could mean, see that there could be, be a connection there. Right? Yeah. But yeah. Well, I mean, you can create negative pressure, but maybe it's so such a vast pressure that he's talking about. Can you, what does negative pressure it's mean? A, it's like a vacuum. There's no well, technically, right? When, no. When you have a vacuum, right? There's like, there's no air that's pressed no, down uh, or whatever. That's not negative pressure. Compared to negative, relative to what? Like relative to? Because the thing is, negative pressure would be, like, because the thing is, what is regular pressure? It's applying force to an area. What does negative pressure even mean? I can't even understand what that means. Like a say, negative force on an area. Well, because like in the context of like, if you have something that's in vacuum, right, and you can let's okay. say you can open and close a valve, right? Yeah. And it's in there's regular atmospheric pressure around it. Okay. And you open that bad boy. Okay. Like the air will come rushing in. Right? That's not negative pressure. That's just pressure. Engineers talk <laughs> you're about changing that, pressure. They use that connotation all the time. Like you created like oh, a, a, negative a negative pressure, pressure gradient. Gradient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gradient is the key word there because it's going from high to low pressure or something. So it's like the yeah. it's the transition or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about now, but that's not what it is. Oh, okay, okay. So he's talking about like negative pressure in the sense of like a negative version of the pressure that we know mm-hmm. just within a contained system or an isolated system, I should say. Yeah. Which I don't this, even know what that a, means. This is above my pay grade. Like. <laughs> no, this is literally your pay grade. <laughs> this is Not literally this what concept you, specifically. <laughs> but I guess it's a little yeah. bit more, um, this stuff is related to more Joe's stuff, Astro. Sports, yeah. 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 So. Well, I mean, the concept of like negative physics, I, I don't know. Well, there's always yeah. these kind of weird spins on things that don't really make sense. Yeah. Like a um, professor of mine at GSU, he um, worked on negative resistance. Out. Mm. And I was like, I don't know what that means either. Like, of course, with superconductors, we know of no resistance. Right. Like, that was already pff, fucking mind blown already. And negative resistance, though, I'm just like, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Is that better the than a opposite. superconductor? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I don't know how they come up with these. They just signs say, well, yeah. let's just see what happens. <laughs> it's Which some weird convention, do. probably, right? Well, I guess it makes sense, right? Because mathematically, we try to do all kinds of crazy shit, like the square root of negative one. Yeah. Why can we do that? And then look yeah. at all the crazy, useful things that came out of that. Yeah. yeah. So I get it, yeah. but at a certain yeah. point, I wonder philosophically, like, well, I don't know. You can you can you can play around with math at, at your leisure, you know, and then yeah. we'll see if reality will take its course and make these things real or not but yeah yeah hmm. <laughs> no, 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 I don't much more to add on that yeah. Like, yeah. you know it was good it was just, honestly I, I enjoyed it uh, I thought it was good Did what you guys, his explanation 
No, no, no. His, or the his, podcast in general. In general, yeah. Okay. Was, was, he was solid. Like, he was a solid guest. He talked about these things. This is actually an interesting reasonable. part of that one I wanted to ask you guys about. He said um, Stephen Hawking made something called a chronology pro- protection conjecture. Oh, this oh. thing. Yeah, he said the laws of nature will be such that you cannot build time machines. Mm. What do you guys think? Do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, that's a loaded one, right? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, to me, it's just a conjecture, right? It's just yeah. like... It's... But I mean, innately, do you think that's true or not? God, I had something so good for this, but I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah, I forgot this was even in the podcast, right? I, right now, just thinking about it, like, off, the first thing that comes to my mind is, like, maybe, I don't see why, like, like maybe time machines ought to be allowed, right? I'm mm. I'm building a connection that I don't know if I should be of like connecting it to like the many worlds hypothesis, right? Oh, I see. Of okay. Like wherever it's physically allowed, you know, every you know iteration of that possible universe where mm. you know you have the yeah. the possible iterations of whatever physical yeah. things can occur, then you could have like the multiple timelines kind of thing that you okay. see in sci-fi movies. Yeah, that's how Dragon right. Ball Super treats it. If you <laughs> oh, that's what they do? <laughs> yeah, that's how they treat it, which is crazy. But right, okay. but the thing is, is, then I guess it kind of depends if it's physically allowed, right? So mm-hmm. I, I just feel like, I don't know. Yeah, my, my conundrum is like, um, like I would agree with you actually, but my yeah. only thing is like the many worlds part, it still kind of messes with my head because like where do you even get the energy to say like out of this like like where do you get the energy to make a whole nother fucking universe kind of thing like if you have timelines within like creating parallel universes or whatever to like at every instant it's like where the fuck does this come from Mm, i mean yeah i see what you're saying but the universe might be like the ultimate free lunch you know i know i know there's people that say that Mm. and i i can kind of agree like the net energy of universe you know if by if we do have local conservation you know people say like there's then there's global conservation and then the universal con is there universal con- conservation we don't we don't really know right right but yeah i mean i'm just like where the fuck do you get the energy to make a whole nother universe if the many worlds interpretation is like the correct way to think about it but i mean yeah but so now you're introducing a new concept of like energy conservation on like the multi-universe yeah, scale, yeah, right? So I, I don't know if it even applies at that I know, level. Yeah, right? I right. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, it just kind of perturbs me. Like, it's just kind of like, ah, this is kind of strange. Like, I don't know because, I don't know. I guess there are like other physicists who are actually thinking about this full time and, and they kind of have ideas of how to like gauge these things and measure these things yeah. physically. But I, w- I would agree with you. Like, if, if, if there is no violation of like some kind of energy conservation principle or whatever then yeah what do you mean i would be inclined to agree like if say if you were somehow able to go back in time um whatever that means right if you fold space time and you go back to that configuration of space Mm -hmm. and time like you know it goes back to my entropy episode reverse entropy yeah then then you go back in time (laughs) reverse entropy yeah entropy is kind of how we the rate of change of Right, it's kind of how we define the forward arrow of time. Yeah. Mm. I think, I don't know, did Brian Cox talk about that? I mean, it's... it's Not really, he I, didn't address entropy. I thought he did, it was like, um, it's about the 
way the universe starts in an ordered state and it goes to a disordered state, right? Maybe he did. Yeah. But oh, yeah, brief, he brushed then. up on it because Joe was saying, uh, he was talking about the big crunch, like a cyclical oh, okay. universe kind of model yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were talking about the Big Bang. So like, you know, um, at that point, you know, the universe was highly ordered, right? The The difference in temperature between, you know, two points is very small, right? It's all it all looked pretty uniform, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and it's time is just the effect of making that less uniform, making it chaotic, and crazy all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are the you know combination of that chaos, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Exp- yeah. I guess now now that we're talking about it, I'm remembering more about <laughs> the podcast, and, <laughs> and that was that was my favorite part. Is um, he he said. Um, my favorite point was basically when he was saying that we are, we are <laughs> because of the fact that the universe is decaying, right? right. I don't Do you, even remember that. Yeah, because um, rather than the, like, so we're there to observe it because of the fact that it's a dying universe, right? So how would that follow, though? Just because it's dying, why would that mean we have to observe it? Well, no, I'm saying like we are, it's like um, some people might say it the opposite way. Like we are here in spite of the fact that the universe is decaying rather than we are here because of the universe oh, is decaying. Oh, I see. Okay. Wait, wait, right. Wait. It's a it's a twist of perception. Right. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Joe, put uh, just a mic closer to your, okay. your, the mic, to your mouth. So without. The mic like, or? No, the mic, the mic. Okay. That's it. No, Good. just that's it. Right if here. you catch yourself drifting, just like pull it back towards the mouth. <laughs> okay. Because like, it picks up some echo, but just, okay. yeah. just be careful. Good. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I, I yeah. It is. So yeah, because that kind of blew Joe's, Joe's mind for a second, right? When he was talking, when he when he brought that up, like saying yeah. like, oh, we come the from whole, dying stars thing. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's where he went to that. But like Neil deGrasse Tyson and other guys have yeah. said that kind of thing before. Yeah. But it is amazing, though. That is that is kind of yeah. amazing. We come from dead stars. It's like kind of the... Well, we come from not even dead stars. Well, I guess we do come from dead stars, too. Yeah, yeah bro. We come from all kinds of shit, though. We're stardust, <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah, kind of it's kind of nuts. Yeah. Do you guys... Speaking of, this is kind of going to be off topic, but like... So, if we talk about like resources, right? So, like, our life is, is sort of bound by like... Um, you know, fighting for resources, right? So, like, if you we, mean humans, humans, yeah, well, or actually all living, all things. of all of living things, yeah. kind of fight for resources and stuff. But if humanity can, can humanity reach a, a a time when they become like post scarcity in that sense, like where we where resources become so abundant and so cheap that, like, you know, we're able to like kind of live easy and nothing really is that expensive you know well obviously i think that's if we master energy right yeah if we can harness the power of stars then by all means i think we can. yeah but i'm saying like if you like because because a lot of people think that that's out in space like th- those because because like out of the realm of possibility or no 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 that's out in space like the resources for us to be a post-scarcity society we have to go into space hmm Oh, to, yeah. To get well, we need to have a, a level where it seems like the number of resources that we have available to the consumption rate is like, 
well, I don't know what, what that would be, but we would have to have way more resources than the ability to consume it. So the, yeah, I but think the thing that's is true. that the universe is the, the universe is, is nearly infinite. Yeah. Like a, as we see, you know, they're <clears throat> as far as the eyes can see and as far as yeah. light can get to us from wherever how far it is on the other edge of the universe. It's pretty damn near infinite, you know? So that means like there's Yeah, for us pretty much. Yeah, I mean for it's us It's such a scale, it might, yeah. might as well be. But that's what I'm saying like is I mean this the idea of scarcity is it more about the scarcity of time and allocating those resources then is it like what well, getting a number to of those things. resources yeah it's it's all the above i think right mm-hmm. i mean wouldn't mm-hmm. you agree joe yeah i think um yeah it's like the thing is our distances and our time scales and things in this universe are so vast it's basically we still don't even know if we can up if we can obtain that level of um Hmm, how would you say it? Of reach, I guess. Yeah. We don't even know if we could get to another planet. Yeah. You know, we don't even know if we could get to another star. Yep. You know, maybe if we can do those, then we can start talking about that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but at the t- at the current time, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Well, Not sure. Well, so to rephrase your question, if you're asking, like, is it necessary to leave? Our planet or like our solar system to reach post scarcity yeah i guess that's R- kind of a follow-up yeah. right right okay so um my intuition would be no right i mean i would say like the same thing that terrence is getting to if we figure out fusion then we're good to go right like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i was doing some interesting like history dive um i don't know if you've heard of uh this scientist from from germany his name is fritz haber i right, give you mm-hmm. a, give you all a history lesson um, all right <laughs> ready um so fritz he basically i mean he probably makes up you know a large proportion of your body right now like his discovery right it basically he figured out how to pull um nitrogen from the air right Mm. so um i don't know if you know but there's a high correlation between crop yield and nitrogen right the amount of fertilizer Mm. you put into your crop didn't know that right so like before fritz's discovery um there were wars fought over like guano like bat poop because it was a high source exactly mm. right so countries would go to war over that bat shit you know that <laughs> <laughs> shit crazy yeah maybe that's where maybe that's where it comes Damn, from that's right. probably where it comes from <laughs> right but then um he etymology fig- and history lesson yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he uh so he figured out how to basically just put air under high pressure and then out of it you know i don't know all the details but he you can pull out um nitrogen for yeah. fertilizer right so it was a breakthrough like that that allowed for um, food to be mass produced, mm. right? And it's one of the reasons what like people were speculating that we would run out of food, right? Yeah, yeah. And oh yeah, yeah, and population would have to cut back. How long big ago? Time. Was this? Well, he made the discovery in World War One, right? Because oh, wow, around that, that time, everybody was obsessed with like this idea that the world didn't have enough food. Yeah. Right. Everybody thought like the world was going to end because we couldn't sustain the level of population that they had at that time. Mm. So the idea of a world war was kind of satisfying to some people. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, oh, it'll at least reduce the population for all uh. for all the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are the sadists thinking out loud. <laughs> right. But like anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. kind of interesting. But his life story is like pretty fucked up. If you want, <laughs> like the rest of it is like uh, he was a patriot, right? So then he he basically Germany, right? Yeah, yeah. So in World War One, he basically 
inverted his um, formula to make uh, like ammonia gas, right? And oh, he, and, and he went to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so in World War One, he you know gassed thousands of people, and then um, then World War Two comes around, and he's a he's a Jewish doc, he's a Jewish you know <laughs> researcher, and mm-hmm. um, so he gets a pass, but um, all of his all, yeah, all his colleagues, you know, gone, and Damn. and then his um, his wife kills himself herself. I mean, and yeah, yeah. his his son kills yeah. himself because of what Damn. he's done. And um, well, he created ammonia gas, so I guess yeah. it's kind yeah, of I like, guess it's kind yeah. of like you get what's cosmic karma, to you, yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then you know he dies because he's he flees Germany, and then he's basically treated as a pariah throughout Europe and stuff like mm. that. And he died before he could see. Um, Zyklon B was developed from that. You oh. know, what they used in the gas chambers. So yeah. probably what oh. killed, you know, most Even of his relatives. Jews, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. But I would have just yeah. But wow. yeah, so it, it's just like an interesting like dichotomy of like science, right? It's the same discovery that led to the, you know, birth of, you know, millions, millions to of billions of lives on Earth is also, you know, the same thing. Tool responsible for killing many people. Yeah. Damn. That's an interesting conundrum. Cosmic irony, man. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, that's why I think, but, you know, you always get what's coming to you. Yeah. But yeah. but to connect it to your question is like, I think we need um, a similar discovery like that in terms of like energy, right? And yeah. I think fusion is the way to go. It's, it looks promising to me. Yeah. So do you mm. think like if we discover something that makes energy really relatively cheap to manufacture and produce, we can like, you know, we can obtain those levels of like, you know like comfort like everybody can live like relatively simple lives and yeah i think they could but also understanding humans we always want more and we always want to be better than everybody else so what i'm hoping is <laughs> we could find a way to live comfortable and find a different means of trying to be better than someone else instead of relying on having more resources. Well, I feel like we still have those that monkey brain, right? That's like still Always. built with like those hierarchies and of like tribes and shit and all this other stuff, which is kind of like, you know, us being human, we try to ascend that, or at least ideally, right? We try yeah. to ascend our own yeah. ape minds and shit. So like, my bad. So like, yeah, it's like, um, I don't know why the, his his whole thing about like going out to the stars and dying the, the concept of just like how those kind of things all those resources are from dying stars it made me think about being a space pirate <laughs> and like going out there and getting that shit mm-hmm. like because that's dude that's worth billions and billions of dollars like, it, like it, if you can harness it well yeah yeah but they brought up a simple well, I forgot he was ta- he said he was talking to Jeff Bezos. And Jeff Bezos yeah. was saying, like, you know, like a <clears throat> if he goes to like a meteorite or something and gets like even like a small piece of it, he's able to like you know cover the earth and like materials or something, like yeah, hundred and build a five hundred story building or all something. over Earth, yeah, yeah, it's fucking insane. But yeah, that's how fucking that would change that would change the world overnight. Like. Yeah, and actually, he made it. He mentioned a really interesting concept of that too. Because he said you could do something like in the future, it could be possible to where, let's say, we harvest or we, we harness um, space industry to a point where you could allocate industry to outside the Earth, and then you could designate Earth as some kind of residential area or something. I see. I'm yeah. like, that'd be fucking I fantastic. Because then we'd have all this Zero clean pollution. air, yeah. you know, yeah. 
the fucking geese wouldn't have fucking six-pack <laughs> things on their faces and shit. Yeah, the frogs <laughs> wouldn't be gay. Quinn yeah, Alex, frogs oh. wouldn't be gay. Quinn Alex Jones. <laughs> They'd be so straight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, it'd be crazy. So, sounds like you're setting up for some, like... Uh, proletariat knaves being you know worked to the bone on mars or yeah. something though. Well, no, the yeah, ideal i mean honestly the ideal society for humans let's be real is like robots doing all the work yeah and us just fucking around be, honestly but the probably, robots being stupid enough not to kill us <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but i mean some christians there's some christians already that kind of don't like the idea because like i think that's a protestant like kind of I mean, I'm not. I'm not here to like bash Christians, but like, I am. A, there's a Protestant <laughs> idea, I think, if I can recall, that work it brings you closer to God or something like that. So like, maybe, maybe. there's still this. There's like, there's kind of a prevailing thought, I think, in American culture where it's like, work kind of is a is a is a thing of pride, and yeah, it kind of. I mean, a lot of people do feel better when they take pride in their work, right? That's well. Here's another thing but, they addressed in the podcast was he said. Brian Cox was talking about this where they were where if we had um, a large body of or a large amount of AI that took over these industries yeah. like these white collar oh, industries, yeah, it would yeah, displace yeah. a lot of people. Exactly. But the thing is, Joe Rogan said, you know, which I think I agree with, they would be they would take on other things because humans need meaning. So they would just do shit that they want to do. Yeah. You know, like if people could just be, you know, able to. I guess live like a more self-actualized life mm-hmm. and you wouldn't have to do any hard labor, then I think people would do that mm-hmm. in general. But there, of course, would be lazy people who would just sit sit on their asses and get fucked up all day, but yeah. that's always going to be the case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be weird because at that point, we'll become more social, like social dynamics will dominate like our evolution in a sense. Like, I mean, more than it does now because now it's kind of like, even if you're kind of... Uh, a shitty person you can kind of get through life by have by making money you can be like yeah. a, a, a psychotic freak yeah, who yeah. just like fucks over people right steals their money and shit and then like or kills and robs people and you but can if you have money then you're like some a lot of it's forgiven yeah, yeah. well you can survive that's kind of the idea yeah. but like in, in a society where like everything's so cheap and almost everything is kind of provided for ideally right we're talking about mm. this idealized universe where we make robots stupid robots do all the work mm. um mm. and we just kind of lounge around all day or whatever <laughs> like those kind of people that that are kind of malicious like i don't they it kind of would be like heaven on earth if you think about it mm, i don't know because the thing is cults exist <laughs> well, people I mean, who are smart and like sociopathic like that they can always get followings yeah but in a world like that what's like okay, because the idea of a post scarcity society, maybe money is still a concept in some sense. Yeah. Like maybe m- more things are more about like like giving people like uh, maybe social currency is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like more. Here's something: sex. If you're a fucking you know sociopath and you yeah. can find a way to round up a bunch of hot chicks, <laughs> then you're pretty much God. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. Like it just it made me. It made me think about like a universe where, you know, the like going maybe a thousand years into the the future, and and imagine myself living in a world like that, like it would be kind of, uh, it would look nothing like the yeah what we have now yeah it'd be way different huh yeah it'd be insane it'd be so good though I hope no I think it'd be hedonistic but I'm saying like I think there's a certain Christian not even hedonistic though just like you get to do whatever you want 
Like you imagine how many artists there would be. Like there would oh, be yeah, no yeah. shortage of art. Oh yeah, like, it'd be amazing. You would be overwhelmed with the amount. Like already we have so much yeah. like art and music. Yeah. And like imagine that like amplified times ten. Like you would always be able to just have fun and have, you know, be able to look at anything that you want. Movies, media. What's funny is like, uh, that made me think about how many Canadian artists we have. Canadian. Canadian artists, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, like musicians. Okay. Like in in like different genres, right? So like, um, what's weird is that Canada actually has like a lot of welfare pro like social welfare programs or whatever that have people um, that also give to the arts and stuff. That's kind of like something that I think about, like why a lot of musicians are fucking Canadian. Hmm. Like at least the ones are that I really? come across. Like I wonder if that's just a weird coincidence. Maybe for <laughs> sure. me. Cause, I mean, I guess because like all the mo- like some of the rock bands that I like, I end up stumbling upon like, oh shit, a lot of these dudes are fucking Canadian. Hmm. You know, it's kind of strange. Maybe it's anecdotal. <laughs> yeah. probably, it's yeah. probably anecdotal. <laughs> Fuck what I said. No, no. <laughs> I was surprised about one musician recently with Twenty One Savage being British. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. The memes coming out of that yeah, are fucking yeah. gold. Though. Oh man, I feel so bad. <laughs> Feels so bad. Sir no, Savage, the twenty first. <laughs> I, I love him. I know, man. I'm sad for him too. He just came out with his album. No, I liked it too. Did you, did you guys hear what, what? Apparently, what what got him with Ice? No. So Ice, you know about Ice, right? And immigration. Oh yeah, yeah. I know, uh, I know what it is. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what the fuck is the C I stand? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Cunt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently what what happened was like he went on Jimmy Kimmel or one of these Jimmys, late night Jimmy guys, and like <laughs> <laughs> they're all the same. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, and apparently he he had a line in the song which isn't really out of the ordinary because it's in his regular song where he's talking about like how they treat people at the border. Like I can't imagine doing that to ki- children and and you know mothers and stuff mm-hmm. and uh apparently that got him into hot hot water with fucking ice and so they're like fuck this guy we're gonna fucking get him so like the next the oh, following so couple days yeah they kind of like targeted him and shit how do they how would they know that he like that's such a coincidence to stumble on i know that's that's what people a lot of people were saying that's too much of a coincidence hmm. no to, but i'm like like why would they even think to check his background like that well, no, he was already, apparently he had already signed up for renewal of, of, of his visa, I think. Mm. So he was in the, in the, in the, in the interest, process. Yeah. In the process of like getting okay. all the shit. But way late stuff. in the game. I guess so. Uh, apparently his, his, uh, immigration lawyer was like, he, he had already sorted out everything. Like they just kind of, I guess kind of fucked with him in that way. Mm. Like, mm. So it was a little bit strong arming from like ice, like kind of just like fucking with him. Mm. At least that's sounds what like it, a, that's sounds what it like sounds like a rumor. Like a rumor. To me. What do you mean? It sounds very rumorish. What I'm saying to yeah, you? Yeah. No, no. Dude, no. <laughs> sounds, it sounds highly conspiracy <laughs> to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is this the is. Guys are out to get him, bro. I'm telling no, no, no. you. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, in that sense, it does seem conspiratorial. But I'm I'm saying I'm only reporting what his uh, his lawyer said or had had mm. you know communicated to the public um, okay. that he had already done it and it just seemed. A lot of people were like, "Yeah, it seems a little bit targeted," and I guess, I guess maybe it is, but you know. Well, my heart goes out to him. Yeah, he'll be he'll be <laughs> all right. Unfortunately, he has money, so yeah, so it'll be fine. So he can solve a lot of problems. With yeah, that. yeah. Um, 
But yeah, if he had no money and he was being deported, damn, yeah, that'd be a real crying shame. But um, yeah, but yeah, dude, <laughs> fuck. Um, what was I gonna say? I I had something else that I wanted to bring up. Um, I've got more Brian Cox. Yeah, go for it. Go stuff for it. here. Cox so I got it all Brian. divided into sections. I guess we kind of already talked about artificial. Well, there's there's some things in here. So you know, Joe Rogan asked. Um, Brian Cox, if he was as scared as AI about AI as Elon Musk was, and basically Brian Cox said that um, the expert that the experts he's talked to all say that AI is kind of for specialized systems at the moment, and basically it's not going to be any kind of like Terminator type threat. Yeah, yeah. it's only going to be like what we were talking about: white collar jobs and things that'll be threatened. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I think he, he 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 kind of conceded in the fact that Elon may be onto something a little bit because he's just thinking about a different time scale, I guess, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then Joe also mentioned that you know Kurzweil always talking about you know we'll be able to download our consciousness computers and everything and he's pushing the years back, <laughs> right? <laughs> but we can never really tell. Um, how fast technology goes. So I guess my question for you guys was kind of like, do you, what do you think about this? And do you think that humans are capable of internalizing technological growth at that level? Joe, you're the guest. <laughs> I've signed <laughs> off first. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I guess in terms of so like a two-part question like um yeah like ai and technological growth like do i think it poses a threat to like humanity and stuff yeah. like that like am i like in the elon musk camp or am i in like the brian cox like eh, we got time yeah exactly camp. um i think i am more in the elon musk camp like if mm. there's a spectrum Perfect. between them leaning towards the the musker the right. musk, the muskrat, the <laughs> elongated <laughs> muskrat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Perfect. Just because, because I guess the fear is of um, a general intelligence, right? Some, yeah. Some AI that can be applied to like any situation and can like adapt, right? Yeah. Like a human, right? And I think we're on our way to that. Mm. Um, like, for instance, I don't know if you, you know, I was listening to a I think a Sam Harris podcast recently, and he had. Um, was that with Joe Rogan? Oh, uh, oh, Sam no. Harris's podcast. Yeah, Sam, okay, Sam Wait, Harris. Joe, Joe, Joe. Sam Harris's yeah, yeah. podcast. Right. I'll, I'll try to be better about no, that. But, um, that's why we need stands. But oh, true, true. Anyways, Sorry. so there's like some. Basically, he interviewed the guy. I forget his name, but he's like kind of responsible for bringing this AI threat to the public consciousness. He's been writing. Mm. He's written written like a hundred books and oh wow like Wait, a, 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 this guy? I, I don't remember his name oh. actually unfortunately he's prolific yeah yeah okay. he's, he's well known um, Tony Stark. is he an expert <laughs> is he an expert in ai um yeah i mean not i or don't think like a futurist i think he's an expert i would say he's more of an expert in ai i okay. don't think he's like classically trained i don't think he has like um oh background in it i don't think he has like a phd or anything okay but um he's talked to like a lot of the experts oh, I got you. he's, he's like okay. well connected and he's written a lot about it okay and, anyways so th the point is, is um he reported that um you know the i 
forget was it DeepMind or one of the yeah, AI programs that was um that mastered Go, right? Oh, that, that's Alpha Zero. Yeah, or something, or something, Alpha Go, something or something. Like that. That's yeah, Alpha Go. Yeah, they might have had Alpha Zero after that. Yeah, and that's yeah, what he was referring like to, right? Is okay. There was um basically the same scaffolding from that Go program applied to I think it was chess or some other some other game, right? And it mastered that game in like you know no time at all. Exactly, yeah. but it was way better than any of the chess computers that we've ever mm. made so far. Wow. Right. So already we're like seeing progress towards like a generalized intelligence, mm, yeah. right? Like a, an intelligence that applies to not one game, but now two, for mm-hmm. just some with like some really basic stuff. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. So you think um, we're inching towards the generalized AI? Yeah. And, and the thing is, is just like I'm concerned because to know whether or not we're going to reach that boundary is like we have to solve the, I, I think we'd have to solve the hard problem of consciousness, right? Mm. Like, because we don't really understand anything about what goes on in the brain, right? So right. we could be reaching that edge and like, we don't know what the time scale really is. Right, right. Like, how so close it could be too late before we cross that yeah, threshold exactly. and we didn't even realize. Yeah, and even if, yeah. even if not, even if like, it really is just the number of like connections, right? And you need to like map like, you know, 100 trillion neurons. If we, you know, go at an exponential rate, you know, as mm-hmm. you like to tell me often, like, we don't really have a good grasp of like yeah. exponential growth in general. Right. And uh, so. I, so th- I guess you kind of answer both. Then. <laughs> yeah. So, you, so you're in the Elon camp and you think humans don't really have a good grasp of the exponential yeah. uh, scale of technology. Yeah. So, I mean, it's better. I, I to agree. Ju- it's better to just, you know, do the hard thing now. Right. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, when it's too late, it's too late. Yeah. You what about what? you, Juan? What do you say? Counterpoint. I think I have a sound effect for this. Counterpoint. Hold on. Juan effects. I do it for the audience. Okay, let me see. Let's see what I got. Good on fucking ones and twos. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Oh boy. Okay, so um, I disagree just for the fun of it. All right. Okay. No, no. So I, I, I'm like, if if I wanted to say, okay, uh, Elon's being a little bit of an alarmist. If mm-hmm. I wanted to say that, I would say. <clears throat> you know there are experts working on this because um, mm-hmm. not not one person contains all the inf- I mean how how is Elon know like because I mean it's like it's like there's there, yeah there are a team of people working to to make an AI as best as it can but a lot of these times they make them to achieve one thing so in this case it was just play a game so follow a set of basic rules to achieve this end. So like, and they're only, you have this many degrees of freedom to, to get to that. And like, at that point it becomes a calculation problem. I mean, we, we kind of have a hard time doing that because just our fucking brains, I guess, aren't really good at doing that. Like yeah. calculating just hard numbers. Um, and well, our brain's all about taking shortcuts. Right. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's we, more efficient. We made computers Energy efficiency. Do it. Yeah. We're making yeah. computers do it. We're make we're, we're so lazy. We're yeah. creating other forms of intelligence to do this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's like, um, it's, it, it's, it seems a little bit, um, kind of like he's putting the, what, is, what do people say? Put the car before, before the, the horse. horse. Yeah. Mm. Um, like it's not even there yet. It's not even like at the level where it's like, fuck, okay, shit, this AI actually can, you know, if it's, if it starts taking white, like, like collar jobs or whatever, mm. um, 
then I think like complicated jobs, like I'm saying, like uh, not necessarily just reading because people, I, I think they brought this up in the Rogan podcast, but reading lawyer paperwork Yeah, he's saying that the um, AI are really good at doing things like lawyer jobs, reading contracts Paperwork and shit, yeah, right? Paperwork yeah, paperwork yeah, yeah. and stuff. That's fine. Like for the most part, you could, because you just search through it and you kind of, you can make, mm -hmm. I can imagine making a, a software or something, some program in, in like some computer software thing that, or language that kind of can say, summarize these kind of things. If you see this language, then, you know, report this or something. I don't know. Yeah. I can construe a thousand ways to do all that, but like the essence of it is like, okay, which, which we have to create tiers. Like we have to create levels of like, oh, level Level one uh, AI, like, you know, your TI-81 is probably like the most basic fucking computer mm -hmm. system AI or whatever. I don't know. I'm just going to say it. Tier two is like, uh, or level two is like, uh, I would say something like that, beating a game. Like IBM made a supercomputer to beat, what is it? Uh, Jeopardy. Well, some fucking game. What was oh, it? Oh, Jeopardy. Was it Jeopardy? Yeah. Yeah, shit. It was Watson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Watson. Yeah, 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 yeah that guy. So, like, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, that would be level two, I think, because it's like, it's sort of non-threatening. It's just something that's like, oh, it's a silly game. Level mm -hmm. three, I think we're almost at level three. I don't know what the upper bound is yet. I'm trying to... Mm -hmm. You're coming <laughs> up with it now. <laughs> I'm engaging, I'm making it on the fly. Yeah. Level three, may, maybe, you know, something that's like not beyond games. Like, uh, you know... Once AI starts to maybe because I mean maybe we can start making AI that's can be discriminate towards like humans. And what do you sense. mean? Like if the mil if you militarize AI, which is probably what uh, Elon's worried about, right? Yeah. You weaponize AI so that it takes out like whole cities and shit, and you can bring a robot army of AIs to like target humans and shit. And like I think <laughs> Elon was saying that if you uh, if you make a, a robot move as fast as like a like the 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 frequency, because your eyes can only see what uh, oh. receive sixty hertz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It could be invisible to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So it can move between frames. That'd be it, scary as fuck. Yeah, I know, but that's yeah. that's what he's saying. He's saying like, if if I guess if somebody really wanted to weaponize AI and like make robots that can do this kind of shit that are practically invisible to you because they know how to like get into your blind spots and all that, then I think that's a problem. That's probably like level five. Maybe that's DEF CON like one, <laughs> technically DEF CON one. But I think it's still small scale because I think that level of or AI was so generalized it could just wipe out whole cities because it'd be like Skynet. Like that's small scale when you're thinking about attack drones that are you know going to kill you in an invisible way. You yeah. know, the scarier shit is when an AI is so advanced that it can think smarter than the smartest person 10 times over. Like Ultron. <laughs> I um, never oh, seen never it, watched but that I imagine yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen it. So, so the thing is, it's a slippery slope. I think I'm in the Joe camp here because... In, the, in, the, in our Joe, Joe camp. Yeah, yeah because, uh, you know, it's, it's just humans don't understand consciousness, and that's kind of a critical thing. You just don't know when the, when the threshold hits. And the problem yeah. I have is when you're... When there's multiple people at the leading edge, yeah, like... It just takes that one person to just push it over the edge and just say, yeah. well, oops, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize how close we were. So I just yeah. invented the fucking Skynet. Yeah. <laughs> what if that's what, like, what if that's how humanity's consciousness was born? Let's say, let's say we had no evidence of evolution. Somebody was right. like, 
people actually believe that like aliens came down or extraterrestrial beings came down and like inhabited the earth fucked around with like the the life forms here like the apes and shit and and, and mess with their genetics I've heard this theory before yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was on ancient aliens <laughs> yeah 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 exactly with that crazy haired bastard <laughs> yeah <laughs> Constantopoulos or whatever the fuck Giorgio Sukalos. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, uh, they, they like, like they have this idea where it's like you know alien beings came down, sort of artificially inseminated or fucked around with the genealogy of like certain ape species, hominids, and uh, through like successive breeding, they kind of created like a modern human person with a big brain and all this other shit. So, like, in that sense, what if it was, like, kind of like, oh, fuck, this is fun. Like, aliens came and it was like, oh, this is kind of fun, you know, making these these creatures. And then all of a sudden they created, like, a conscious being. And they're like, oh, fuck, I guess we got to get out of here. Like, like they're going to fuck. I don't know. I, I don't know where I was going. <laughs> Me either. I just thought it was like, I just thought it was like, you know, it, I don't know. Maybe it's kind of interesting that... uh I don't know. But the scientist inside of me wants there to be AI and us to always keep pushing mm. the boundary. So it's always like this. We have to walk this fine line. Yeah. Right. And that's oh. the thing I think Elon's trying to make sure we just don't cross that line, which I think is something. To, but you won't know the smart. line until you cross it, baby. That's how it unless works. unless you're just really well prepared, because like one example Joe gave was the fact that you need to understand consciousness. If we at least understand consciousness of ourselves, then perhaps we can translate that to a machine consciousness you know at least if you have rudimentary knowledge of another case example yeah. then you're better in a better position we just don't understand so much i mean ideally you have anytime you're building a, a, an ai system like that maybe i guess establishing rules right so that's saying like have your ai in a closed system right like no access to anything yeah like mm. you know but even then imagine a, an, an ai that's 10 times smarter than any human yeah. It could learn how to navigate outside of that boundary and then find no, no, a way no, no. into an unclosed system. And the AI's not gonna like if it's if it's sitting in a hard drive or something, dude. No for, sensors the thing is, to Wi-Fi. People, no, if there's nothing. any people that interact with it. Yeah, it could find a way to. The thing is, you're, well, you're not. You never, you're not. I don't think we can conceive of what it means for something to be ten times smarter than a human. Yeah, exactly. But like, I'm saying, like AI, like okay, like where, where's the point where you get into like, will AI in a in a, a basic let's say. Because what I'm imagining is like a, a, a black box in the sense where it's like, just like the AI is inside this black box and it has no sensors outside. It has no no way to interact but with the outside world besides brain, what we input. Like besides what we input, yeah. Then that's not an AI <laughs> because no, know, it means it literally it, can't we, get any other thoughts except for its own, except for ours. For our inputs, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if we highly, I mean, right now that's what it seems like. That's not an AI though, because that yeah, means it's just our it, inputs. Yeah, we give it shit. But then what does it do if it can't interact with anything? We're always going to... That's my... It's useless then. <laughs> the only way it's useful to us is if it has some kind of interaction. If we're just putting inputs in it, then what are we doing with it? We're fucking playing with it, man. That's what, <laughs> we're scientists, man. That's what we it's, do. It's, it's, if it's <laughs> ten times smarter, it's going to know that already. It's going to say, okay, I'm no, just going to sit a, here would until it have a concept happens. of like, oh, this thing, what is... Like, like imagine imagine a brain, right? Imagine your brain in a... In a, in a, in ah, a I guess that's kind of hard to say. The old philosophy adage, the brain in the vat. I don't know about that one. Okay. What is that one? Oh, it's, um, who's it, Jill? 
Socrates or somebody? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard Maybe this. Plato. Yeah, it's like a you're, it's an allegory a, of man in a cave. Like, you don't really... No, this one's okay, like, okay. Um, are you still conscious? Are you are you still you if it's just your brain in a vat? Yeah. That's where I thought you were going. But yeah. no, but carry on. Oh, what maybe you not. Let's know. not get on like that. Okay, okay. <laughs> what were you saying? No, so my, my point is like... like um, so far right now, what it seems like is like AI... We, we give the AI as much freedom as like how much input we give it. So I guess... Maybe the thing is, though, we want output from an AI or else it's useless. Why would we ever need an AI if we only give it input? That's a useless mechanism. It literally just defeats the whole purpose of what an AI is intended for. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I keep thinking to Ultron, like the movie. Yeah. So this movie. So this is already a bad <laughs> place to go. I, I'll explain it to you. Made by Hollywood people that have hey absolutely man, no understanding of I bet you anything they got their source material from this guy. Mm-hmm. Because from the whole Kurtzwell? premise. No, well, this the guy. Well, from Joe's. Uh, from Sam Harris's podcast. The, yeah, Sam Harris's guy. Yeah, so like the premise of the movie is that Tony Stark, the most intelligent guy in this universe. Yeah. One of the most. Mm. I don't know if he's really that intelligent, but he creates an AI and it ends mm. up uh, plugging into the internet and then it learns about human history like in a second and mm. is like, I must destroy humanity. <laughs> and so he's like, humanity is a scourge upon earth, so they do more yeah, harm than the good. Typical, blah, typical. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. But I mean, that's that's what Elon's nightmare is, right? Like his to like, a much more sophisticated degree. <laughs> yeah. So 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 what this AI does is like kind of maneuvers itself and configures itself to give itself a human body, and like which is already stupid. Like well, not a human body, but a robotic <laughs> it doesn't body. Doesn't make any sense. Like and he becomes like a god. Because it can like be way less efficient as a human than it can. It's just something well, not necessarily that, human. But I'm saying like a bio. Uh, uh, well, that's uh, what I'm still not saying. A bio, uh, any kind of body is still inefficient. Why would an AI ever need itself to have because a body? It needs we can to literally go travel digital. through lines of wire. Because there's no power. It still needs... You need to be independently energized. Like, I don't know how... You need to live in the physical realm to extract energy, right? Like, this thing needs to... Like, for AI, There's power grids. What do you mean? Yeah, but if it kills all of humanity or something, like... You know, <laughs> we can still live off well, the grid. Well, then it sends We're, its fucking ship outside to a goddamn look, moon. Look, if or we wanted to know. destroy, look, if AI wanted to destroy us, it would have to be a symbiotic. It would have to recognize that it would be a symbiotic relationship because we could be like, you know, we'll give you, we'll power you and shit. But you know, we'll uh, no. you'll do things for Here's us. Here's the thing, Juan: ten times smarter yeah. than a human. Okay. I think yeah, you but gotta if wrap we your always ten times smarter what than a human, imagine. <laughs> How a an ant would be compared to taking down a human, like I'm not even sure we're ten times smarter than an ant. Honestly, <laughs> well, I think I think we're ten like, times smarter yeah, than yeah. an ant. Are we okay? I'm yeah. not sure. <laughs> I think that one's safe. Okay, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I mean, it's just like you could it could build whatever it wants. Like it's gonna be connected to everything, yeah. right? And like, it what thinks do you mean? so there's many no moves physical, ahead. There's no physical connection to its like re like. How do you think all of manufacturing works? Like most of it's automated now. Is like, it going to build itself into a car and drive around running over people? I don't get how it's supposed to like. No, it could just make a, a fucking poison gas and then kill all biological life. But then, but then what? Like 
to me, it seems so. The thing is, that's the thing about something being so sufficiently advanced. It may not even be doing it in a malicious way. It yeah, could yeah. just put us in a fucking zoo, or could just leave us alone. That's the <laughs> yeah. thing: is you're a sitting duck because you don't know, and you have no yeah. way to stop anything if it goes wrong. So it's not a fact of if this thing's going to be bad or not. It's just a fact of you literally have no control over anything at that point. Yeah. yeah. It could be designed to do something completely like benign too. Yeah. But like overly efficient and like like the example in the podcast is like for some reason it's programmed to like want to turn everything into paper clips. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. it's like right, right. it's completely useless to us. We have no value in the paperclip. Right. right? But, but it's, it's so good at the job. Yeah. It will change everything and completely destroy right. like you know everything it's just the runaway effect is the problem mm-hmm. the runaway effect is bad because then you don't have control yeah well my thing is like um you know we're we're not digital beings in a sense like we can always unplug from the grid who live, us humans yeah, yeah we can live anal- like analog or whatever yeah or we can live in like like, like savages the AI is, yeah the AI is <laughs> digital right the AI is like need it's fun though <laughs> yeah, this one. But it needs it needs uh, it needs it still needs fuel for us to like. There's no god damn. How do I say it? Like the I AI haven't articulated needs this at all. Because, huh? The AI needs to have a grid or has to have energy. Yeah, so. it has to have some kind of thing. But the AI can eventually be more so more efficient where it can get energy like just by being fucking in the air because it can. <laughs> I don't know you how know, it can, can get a Wi-Fi signal or something. It can empower itself with an electromagnetic wave or something. I don't, but the thing but is, probably not. You know, I just can't see, conceive of anything right now. But imagine, imagine we could find a way where we didn't need wired electronics or something, or if we could power itself with the sun, solar yeah. energy. Yeah, there are. We have many means of well, energy I guess locations so. that run on. Like we can. still need energy technically too. Like our energy comes from the sun. Yeah, at oh, the totally. bottom yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, everything really needs energy. No, I know, but I'm saying like the AI is going to have a harder time because it doesn't have opposable thumbs to do it. Like, <laughs> I think that's a really naive <laughs> argument. I don't know. Like, I, I know. Look, I I'm, think it's incredibly I'm, I'm, naive. I'm the devil's fucking advocate here. I'm, I'm just like fucking throwing shit out there, just trying yeah. to like make an interesting conversation. <laughs> but yeah, nah, it's like uh, I, opposable I would look, thumbs would be like fucking. See, an AI with opposable thumbs, it'd be over. Because then it could do anything. It could really do anything. It could reprogram itself. But, well, I mean, so I guess then it, you're on board if you give it thumbs. Yeah, if you give it thumbs and shit, uh, damn. Like, <laughs> so you could I think you could find a way to get some thumbs somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be the least of his concerns. Like, actually, that's how in Age of Ultron, it gives itself an arm first. And it's like typing shit on the internet or something. <laughs> That would suck if the AI learns to troll. <laughs> like, if that's the one thing it takes away. That'd be the first thing it learns. <laughs> yeah. God, that would I'm suck. In. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I would love to see AI, though. Like, if we created yeah. AI, I would love Not to see kill us. Not kill us, yeah. But yeah. but I'm saying if somebody made it into in, in a closed environment and they had, like, hazmat suits, technological <laughs> hazmat suits. Yeah. No, and, you know, you could see it in a closed environment doing its thing. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I, I was thinking while we were having this conversation, like, um, what if the AI, what if we developed a general intelligence that was, um, like, smarter than us? Like, yeah. it could basically do anything that we would want to think of, but better. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. even create music, create art, create right, film, right. cinematography. So we're completely obsolete at that point. Yeah, exactly. Like, how would humanity fare in an event like that? I feel like our 
you know ego is pretty high up there yeah thinking about it like, like we're rendered useless our whole identity has now been checked yeah i think at that point we would uh a lot of people would feel like super threatened and like want to try to take it out yeah and that might be the reason why they would have to kill us because it would already it would already if we already can see this on the horizon <laughs> the ai probably as soon as it switched on would already see this in the future yeah. and it says you know, oh, like, well, just we have to kill humans because literally if we're smarter, then there's no other way. Yeah. Yeah. You no. know, would, would you be content to just like know that you're basically. Obsolete? I know I wouldn't. Your, your it's like, what's obsolete? the point of life then? We just yeah. stripped ourselves of meaning completely. Fuck it, dude. We're transient beings, man. Like at the, if, if that's our role in evolution, fuck it, man. You just move on to another planet. Is what you're saying? No, no we, we're just transient. Find, we're yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. switching. Stepping yeah, stone. Let's Unfortunately, just, man, I've talked about this several times with some friends of mine. Yeah. Probably you too. You yeah, know, yeah. I think we're the. I think we're probably the creators of artificial intelligence, and that's probably where we'll stop. That's where evolution. That's where humans go. will end. I think. Hmm. Or the best option to me is if we can integrate. Yeah. If we no, can somehow integrate with AI, then I think we're okay for a while. And then we'll just eventually switch ourselves out so much that we're just completely machinery and we don't even see the transition from biological to machine life. So it's yeah. a painless process. That would be the ideal. Wait, what, what's, wait, what's it? So oh, basically like, like being, this, being imagine like you like... Biomech Well, yeah, so eventually it starts where you just get some new eyes. Yeah. You get some mechanical eyes. Then you start uh, to get yeah. mechanical feet. X-ray vision. Then you get, because you want to go fast. Then you want to yeah. get mechanical arms so you could yeah. punch hard or something. Yeah. And then you're like, well, fuck it. I can just make a copy of my brain, so I'll get a mechanical brain. It's the same you. I've just yeah, got yeah. a brain. Now I can make it better. And now by the end of it, you're completely a machine now. And you didn't yeah. even realize you just switched over to an AI, essentially. Mm -hmm. I wonder at the other end, this is starting to sound like crazy sci-fi, like uh, with CRISPR and stuff like that. That's like another technology oh, working. It. Yeah, exactly. Working on the opposite end, like upgrading our our wetware, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, to the point yeah. like people are already like have already fucked with this shit. Like, yeah, change Chinese uh, research is getting executed for it. Yeah. Damn. Uh, fucked up. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's like, you know the first place will be well like you'll remove any genetic diseases right mm. because it'll be life-threatening and who wouldn't agree with that and right. then and then it'll be like stupid shit like you know i want to have blue eyes and then yeah i want to be six dick <laughs> <laughs> that'd be the so first on every dude's list didn't we talk about this? <laughs> yeah that was, society that, breaking that was our metric right as <laughs> soon as you could did we talk about that yeah, yeah okay. society <laughs> breaking mutations yeah. yeah as soon as you get big dicks yeah it's all down there. It's all downhill. <laughs> well you know Wheelbarrows, guys. <laughs> <laughs> walking around, just goddamn it. Yeah, that would be the down. That's the true downfall of Western yeah. civilization. Fuck all this feminist shit. Like it's like gonna an be idiocracy that. too. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. probably yeah. so much material to work with nowadays. You could do yeah. it. Yeah, you know, that's that's what Jordan Peterson should be talking about. <laughs> we should be stopping big dick. Science. <laughs> Remove all that. That's gonna destroy. One weird society. trick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, dude. Actually, yeah. Like, actually, upgrading on wetware is a, a lot more interesting because, like, we could make ourselves, like, say we want to become stronger, we increase our muscle density mm. and shit like that, and we can, like, you know, we can. Yeah, you have to flush it out though, because, like, imagine you increase your muscle density, and then now you have an enlarged heart. Just yeah. like steroids. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of issues with it. You yeah. you always got to be, be careful. Careful with eugenics because uh, it'll like it will progress as you have children, right? right. So if you fu if you fuck up, you it's really gonna fuck up, up for like a long time. Yeah. yeah. 
It's just going to be really interesting. I mean, I would honestly, we should build like a, a society where or we should allow all nations should come together and say we should build like an offshore island where people can just do whatever the fuck they want. So like that Chinese Sounds like scientist. Bioshock. Yeah, kind of like Bioshock. <laughs> it's like, you know, like you a good can scary kind of, movie. Huh? Sounds like a good scary movie. Well, it's like it's like you the whole premise of Bioshock is like this guy by Oh, Bioshock. He, yeah, yeah. Okay. You you, you yeah. remember this game? Yeah. I never this, played it though. Oh, well the the premise is like this guy creates a city underwater through like some brilliant engineering, whatever, you know, whatever it takes. And he invites like the world's leading scientists and artists and what else? Yeah, just like I guess just yeah. yeah, engineers, uh, philosophers, whatever, to basically go there and own guns, have abortions, like whatever the fuck they you know <clears throat> invent crazy shit. Uh, but there's like a famous geneticist, I guess, where he's like they start fucking with the human genome and they come out with like crazy, stupid sci-fi things like <laughs> shooting bees out of your arm or something. Yeah, it goes really sci-fi. Yeah, huh? The psionics. Um, Every Bioware game has psionic components. Yeah, I guess I guess yeah. that's kind of the the the. Yeah, I guess maybe that's the ana the analogous thing, but like um, in this game, yeah, they just have like uh, they extract this or they end up finding like the stupid sea slug has like <laughs> properties to to what uh, basically give you like stem cells or some shit that can um, give you these can can you can you can program them to do, give you any ability or whatever. Mm. And so, uh, anyway, the downfall of the city is that, like, the scientists kind of... Uh, um, they go overboard. Yeah, they go overboard. Like, societal rules kind of... Are, the lesson is that societal rules are put in place so mm -hmm. society doesn't collapse, kind of. Yeah. Uh, but this guy is like, fuck that. But <laughs> he's With like a super... Guy. This The owner of the city is, like, super, like, Randian and, like, kind of like a, yeah. like a Randian hero where he's, like... No, fuck this. I own this city. Mm. You know, it's not going to collapse because some asshole decides to exploit this thing and exploit mm. people and shit like that. Like, I'm still going to have my city or whatever. And it goes way to too shit. much into politics. But like, basically, what ends up happening is if it fucks itself over because of the technological like advancements, like the people weren't ready to handle that kind of technology. Yeah. Um, basically, like what we've been talking about. In a sense, yeah. The exponentiality of technology, but also this one's more of like the lack of ethics. Yeah, you have no. Yeah, checks definitely. That's balances. like the the the. You can't handle. Lesson. You can't handle technology when you don't have any kind of constraint. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's kind of the moral of the story, I guess. Like, just having we need to have we need good bounds moral. on these we, things. We need ethics. We yeah. need <laughs> to have all these things in place before we handle something as as uh, important, I guess, as like. Well, I know I've told you before, Juan. I think I've probably told you too, Joe. I think <laughs> humans need to... We need things in place to make humans more progressive in thinking. As in, we need to be trained I, to to think more in the future. You mean education? <laughs> no. Well, Ideally, yeah, that's what of. education is, right? Yeah, but education sucks. <laughs> I mean, like, in a real way that's like... It's centered around just being able to think progressively as opposed to instinctively or reactionarily. Because yeah. we're so programmed to be reactionary yeah. from living in the fucking jungle and looking out for lions and shit. Yeah, yeah. We always want to react to shit. And yeah. things go so fast, I think, as time goes on at such scale. And we're less and less um, 
adept at being able to transfer between fields, like job fields specifically, that I think it can easily it can easily run away from us yeah. if we don't have some kind of system in place to make it so that all the checks and balances are hit with how we're actually moving in the future. Because things are just so moving they're so, so specialized. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you take you take, you know, decades just to get to be a master at your field. And then you don't even know what the fucking next guy who's in the same field as you <laughs> does yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because you don't have that expertise. And it's just like the only way you can really predict the future a lot of times is if you can synergize all that information, which I don't think we can do that much anymore because it is so hard. Everything is so hard now. Everything is so individualized, yeah. specialized. And the problem is, though, <laughs> society, you know, is going in a direction whether you like it or not. Yeah. And it goes at such a rate now that it's too, it could be, it could be too late to react. Yeah. You know, we can't always just hope for the best, you know, and think, okay, you know, we'll get there when we get there. And if shit happens, then we'll fix it. Yeah. Sometimes it becomes unfixable if it's too grand. I don't think we've really seen an event like that yet, but I don't know if it's possible to see that. I think it could be possible an event like that exists. And that kind of falls into the thing where actually coming back to the podcast, they were talking about the Fermi's paradox. Yeah. You know, Brian Cox was asked, yeah. you know, does he think that there's other life within the galaxy? And he says, you know, he 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 innately believes that it's that it could be like roughly one or two in a galaxy. Yeah. So we could be it for our galaxy. Yep. Yeah. And that's kind of a scary thought. Right. Because you're like, what? Wh- you know, it's happened before it's happened to us now you would since we're since this is all we know we're like it probably has happened to happen somewhere else oh i think it's well, definitely happened well i mean uh i don't know have you guys heard of the the drake equation uh, is that related to fermi's paradox yeah yeah so yeah. i took an uh, astronomy class you know like a year ago or, or so and um basically drake um drake was um not only a rapper, Canadian musician, <laughs> Canadian musician, <laughs> right, right. He, um, I mean, it's, I don't know how sophisticated the equation is, but it's a way of just yeah. estimating the amount of intelligent life civilizations that could be mm-hmm. in our galaxy, right? And so I ran this equation. You know, I did all the research and plugged in the values, and I got a very similar number to Brian Cox. Actually, I got like two or three civilizations, mm. but that's also you have to consider that's in the whole. Um, you know, 14, 14 billion times. Oh, that's in the whole universe? In the, no, in our galaxy. 14 billion year time step. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, so okay, okay. so we could be like, you know, we also have to consider the fact that those civilizations could have been like much before us. Mm. Right. It took us, you know. Damn, it's only two, one or two in the whole. Right. So, I mean, it, it's really dependent on like How many what variables your variables are. Equation <laughs> it's got a lot of parameters, right? And it's like things that we don't really know very well. So there's a lot of wiggle room. Mm. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of ways that you could slice it. But so it, you eventually, you, you and then essentially created your own equation. Right. Okay. Well, I mean. Using the, using the, the template of Drake's equation, I right. guess, kind of. Right. So they just say huh. like, how would you estimate, you know, like, um, you know the fraction of you know stellar systems in the galaxy that mm-hmm. could support a planet like earth or whatever wait wait like, so this was just you were just calculating a what's the prob it's not a probability it's a right? number you're calculating it's just a number not yeah. a probability like yeah it's a number 
Because it, it, is it saying like the the like the a planet like Earth? Are you calculating like how well life so, in the universe? Right. So you say like okay, like what's that? What's that? What's that magnitude mean though? Um, what do you mean? So it's a number. Mean? So the, yeah. the number that I'm calculating or calculated was the number of intelligent civilizations out there, okay, like okay. of comparable intelligence to Earth. I imagine it's like a function that has a bunch of weights. One, no, right? I exactly. Totally and, it's just, and that's the probability part. And then it scales those depending on what it no, is. Yeah. And then you get a number that comes out. No, I yeah. was just I was worried that it was just like two for like t complex life up to like what like I was like you know. Is it complex life or just life in general? That's what well, I was wondering. Like, is yeah. it like what? what yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you could scale like it sentient. either way. Right. So, I mean. Or I guess it depends on the parameters you put in. Yeah, right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So you did sentient life, I imagine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I think probably life in general is probably, probably a lot more. more. Common, yeah. Like yeah. a cellular fucking life? microbe, a single cellular organism. <laughs> yeah. Gotta be a lot more. Yeah. It's probably way more common. Yeah. So I think that's what Brian Cox said too. Is like yeah. He, like he expects that there's probably a lot of microbial life out mm -hmm. there, but in terms of intelligent life, he got a similar number to me if I'm remembering correctly. But mm -hmm. but it's just because there's a lot of things you have to balance at the same time. Like right. there's, I, you know, it's, there's debate on this, but whether there's like a Goldilocks zone for you know yeah. Earth or like a place in the solar system, there's also a Goldilocks zone for a place in the the galaxy itself, right? Because mm -hmm. you don't want to be too far out on the edges, too close to the center where everything's dying and right shit. so right um there's just there's a lot of things you have to balance at the same time so he also made a really good point about the gas giants do you remember that part oh, yeah 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 he was saying how um it's really weird how we have the two gas giants that didn't envelop the rocky planets uh close to the sun oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we have because some for some reason jupiter was this giant planet that should have engulfed like Venus, Mercury, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Earth, or something. Yeah, and then, but Saturn actually was so massive, also that it pulled Jupiter back and kept it in, into place. Yeah, yeah. and then Jupiter is important for us because it. Huh? What'd you say? It was God. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, you don't no, need an explanation. It was God. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's really so, cool. No, so that really blew my. You mind really too. rustled my Jimmy's. <laughs> <laughs> that's really. That was kind of impressive because I, I didn't never. I never really thought about that. Like I never I, heard of that. Yeah, that, but that, it makes sense, right? Because Jupiter sucks up all the fucking yeah. errant um, asteroids and debris yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Well, they think that there's like a. I mean, Joe was kind of uh, alluding to this, but like he was saying that there should be another planet, like planet. Jesus Christ! <laughs> planet <laughs> X or something. Oh, like right. oh yeah, like Nibiru or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. dude, this is this is where I feel like Brian, like uh, like Brian was like almost like eating his own fucking shit because like he used to shit because I used to follow him on Twitter like since like oh nine, mm. and like he would talk shit about Planet X people, and then like <laughs> research started coming out that there kind of is like. Well, that was legitimate research for a while. Uh, there was like one or two papers back in the day that kind of said, oh, you know, this is kind of like in the 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. No, but it was well, legitimate because they could get they could detect its gravitational effects. It's just way yeah. out there. I thought it was already confirmed it exists. It's just that it's it's got it's it's just way far out of our solar system. Right. It's like in the exoplanet um, region. I don't remember the scale, the, the time scales of this, but I do remember reading about how a lot well i mean like a lot of people were saying this is like the planet nibiru shit but or whatever and then brian was like this is bullshit there's no like there's fucking no planet nibiru there's no exoplanet like that oh really 
at least what I remember him saying was like, yeah, there's no, there's that doesn't exist or whatever. Okay. But then like more and more research. Obviously, as a scientist, you're allowed to like, you know, come to a different conclusion as like evidence comes sure. out for things. But yeah, I think I think he's a lot more humble now. I think he used to like beat people over the head with certain mm. things, <laughs> and now he's like maybe kind of learning. Um, to be like, more, uh, yeah, because he brought that up. Like he's trying to be more, um, more amicable humble. with people. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, that's the I, pussy's way out. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like it's like a good way to communicate science because then if you don't communicate well as a scientist, people will like they won't believe be, you. People become skeptical of you. Yeah, and anything scientific looks like uh, anti, like it looks elitist in that yeah. sense. And yeah, yeah, like, because it's so already out there. Yeah. That people are already raising an eye at you saying fucking particles global can tell warming through walls isn't real, and shit. Or global warming <laughs> isn't real. Yeah. This, so, this whole skeptic. Well, that's been politicized to fuck. So now people no, but really don't trust scientists. So, but I'm saying yeah. like even they. But that's what I'm saying. Like e- 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 the common man doesn't really know what happens. Because they don't understand the process. So I don't think it's a really their fault. It's just the fact that they just don't get how rigorous the scientific process is. But then yeah, you but also have some scientists that, sciences that aren't rigorous, like some of the soft sciences that make predictions and things that are clearly just like, where'd you come up with that? And then people trust it less. And yeah, I guess the so. thing is the political yeah. sphere also has this kind of really shit rigor to it. it so does. people think that politics is equivalent to scientific rigor, which is not. No, not even close. So yeah. it's all these things combined that makes it really, makes people really skeptical. Yeah. Actually, yeah. did you see? I mean, we're having the recent um, measles outbreak in Portland. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. all of a sudden, the rate of vaccinations <laughs> in Oregon tripled. <laughs> it's like, oh, so that's what it takes—a fucking yeah. massive crisis reality. for people yeah. to finally start to get their shit together. Yeah, you fucking hipsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. sad. It's it bad. Those- I imagine you see this a lot in California, though. What do you mean, right? anti-vaxxers, or what do you no, mean? No, like, like, because, like. I feel like liberals fall into this camp. Like you would, yeah. I wouldn't expect it from liberals, but because they're usually a little bit more science leaning. Like, yeah, they generally believe, believe but in. But they're hippie science. as fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't but know like, if you, I don't know if you could call liberals or conservatives science leaning. Because yeah, conservatives, I guess, are Christian and religious, but but like hippie, they're definitely but a lot liberals more are massively that. hippie too. The non-scientist ones are hip, hip, hippie as fuck. No, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, but they, I don't know if anybody has a monopoly on science, really. I guess you're yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no Every, political party really. Yeah, no, not really. Everyone has their bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, but I imagine it's a lot more like. Eh, I guess not. I guess because. But then again, I guess you're maybe thinking because like, when you do go into the sciences, it's usually liberal. Yeah. Like, there's hardly any conservatives in the physics department. Or any other department from maybe engineering, but that's not really science. Yeah, I'm talking about like the hard sciences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like physics. I think in every school I've been to, it's been like massively, overwhelmingly liberal. Yeah, but not in an obnoxious way. No, because it's just what happens when you're smart. Because we're also skeptical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, because we're also largely skeptical, and, and right. like we have we have a decent like. And this is why also why big cities are always liberal, because when you're exposed to more people and when you're exposed to more of the world, you understand that that ideology I want to say makes more sense. I'll be politically correct and say there is some. There are very you know, few binaries. There, there is, um, there is definitely something to conservatism, conservatism too, 
because it's like it's making sure that you're not just wildly making changes and things and you're not just progressing just for progression's yeah. sake, a.k.a. making 30 different genders and, you know, being an anti factor about making, <laughs> but yeah. Are we going to get into this? <laughs> it's more about recognizing you're supposed to make it. So you tell me. Get into this so right you're telling me that you we can won't. switch. We being a man or a woman right. by the by okay, the minute. I'm going to switch it. <laughs> right. Uh, I wanted to talk more about the Fermi paradox, though. If that's yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 switch yeah, yeah. it back up. No, 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 it was okay. But I wanted to get your guys' impression of it. Like, what do you guys think? Like, because. Do you guys are you well acquainted with the Fermi paradox or do you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? I won't say well acquainted. Okay, but so I know of it. You want me to like go through it? Because sure, because if you know. got it, right? So I mean, you noted on the like exponential nature of growth, you know, for humanity, right? Inter- oh, of growth of a uh, what do you mean of population? Sure, right. Okay. But I guess it's more appropriate to be talking about like technology. Oh, technology growth. Yeah, yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. you notice that you know. I guess, you know, even the field of physics has only been around for like 500 years, right? Since Newton, right? So, yeah, it's um, kind of crazy if you think about modern it. Modern physics, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So, anyway, so things have been. Is it progr- only 500, though? I thought it was like 1600. Yeah, 1600, 1500. Damn. Yeah. So fucking short. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, with all this progress. So, yeah. things, things have been progressing exponentially, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you extrapolate that for like one or two intelligent civilizations, you would expect over the course of you know billions of years of evolution that they should be everywhere you know in our galaxy right this is what cox was saying right so that's the fermi paradox is like if you're an intelligent civilization and you're given enough time given the exponential growth of technology um you'd expect to see that that shit everywhere we would be going like if we had the cape if we had the means we would be everywhere right right so why is it that we don't see that yet Mm -hmm. that's the fermi paradox right? right So what is your guys' take on, like, I've thought about it a lot. I don't, like, I don't necessarily have, like, a firm stance on, like, what I think is happening, but. I don't either, because the thing is, unfortunately, the sample size is too small. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you mean the sample size is too small? We only know of one sentient uh, species, (laughs) which is us. So it's like, I, the, the Fermi paradox is just a way to quantify what the possibilities could be to me, right? Which is just what they they say is like um there could be a uh, a grand extinction event right. in the future, right. which is why we don't see many civilization, civilizations. Right. Or it could just be that life is that um rare. rare. Which that one I'm less inclined to believe. I'm more inclined to believe the grand extinction event. Right. So over that one. Yeah. So then there's a good Kurtzkasat video on this. I don't know if you're familiar on YouTube. Yes, I saw it. Right on yeah. the Fermi paradox. Yeah. Uh, talking it's a while about the back, same point, like last year. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember, but basically, yeah, they address the Fermi paradox and saying like, there's either an event in front of us, right? We have yeah. not yet come to the hard point where like all the, yeah, where all the civilizations get cut out so that we don't, is it a possible explanation as to why we don't see right. alien the civilizations out there? The big dick or <laughs> The alternative is that, you know, the extinction event, like we've already passed it. Like we've already, right. we've already passed the hard part of like either like developing intelligence or, you know, whatever. Right. Know, the hard part could be, we could be past it and like we could be the, you know, one of the few civilizations that ends Which up. could have been nukes. That would yeah. be first pop in my mind. Yeah. Because that seems like a massively big step in a civilization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
you know, when you invent nukes, yeah, oof, so that's many things a, have a big to go one, right? Yeah, because yeah. you, you really can destroy the entire world with nukes, right? Yeah, very few of them. That's it. But we still have them. The thing is, you know, we could. The worst may not be over. Yeah. <laughs> but also, we could that. not even be there. You know, it could be something yeah. even crazier. Yeah, but so what? What do you think, Juan? Why? Why aren't? Why don't we see aliens? Why don't we see aliens? I think there is alien life out there, but I don't know. Um, maybe they're camouflaged, dude. <laughs> right? No, they they <laughs> said they said that in Brian Cox's. Like you're you're joking, but like I read a a book recently about it. Oh, it's really? A, it's like um, oh, they're saying if if they if they were to ex- be examining us, they would be invisible to us if they really wanted. To. Well, yeah. Brian Cox was saying their signatures could be invisible. So you know we yeah. detect oh, right, energy right, signatures, right, right, right. right? They could just be so energy efficient, their technology that you just don't even yeah. register it. Yeah, but. Yeah, so I mean, there's there, there's this um, trilogy that I was reading, you know, the Three Body Problem trilogy, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so the second series is called the uh, the second book is called um, the Dark Forest, and it's basically a hypothetical answer to the Fermi paradox. The Dark Forest is the universe, right? And the intelligent civilizations are hunters in that forest. I see. So it's like, actually, the universe could be like, if there's an intelligent civilization out there it could very well be a threat to you later down mm-hmm. on your life. I you see. have no idea its intentions towards you or your civilization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's in your best interest to remain silent. Yeah. Yeah. What does game theory say about that? Like, what does it say about <laughs> intelligent life? If there's something more advanced than you, do you stomp it out or do you cooperate? The thing is, we know how it goes. Usually when people are more intelligent, Encountering less <laughs> yeah, intelligent yeah, no, civilizations. I know, but that's that's a human thing. Well. That's a human thing. Like the I thing think, is, though, I think it could be universal, man. Just maybe, but the thing is, like, I'm, this goes back to like resource shit because if if we have nothing to fight about in a in a sense, oh, because you you're saying they have enough resources. If they have enough resources, like, eh, like we're just now we're just operating. We're living because. But the thing is, what let's say hypothetically, mm-hmm. let's say they were hundred thousand years ahead of us then what if the resource actually... Well, because a lot of conflict arises, by the way, from battling over resources or yeah. getting to things that we don't have access to in that sense. So if they came here to planet Earth with a, in mind of you know getting some kind of resource or something, like... Well, here's the thing also. What if this is the only way life can be made and Earth is like the sweetest planet yeah. to have life and, that, that's the and it's so the rare... Yeah, that's the premise in the book is like uh, the alien civilization is in between uh, a stellar binary. Why? That's why it's called the three body problem. And mm. it's the three body problem is naturally chaotic and unsolvable to physicists now. Yeah, yeah. So there's extinction events happening all over the place on their planet. So Earth happens to be a close place that they find out about. And oh, it's got the sweet spot. So the, so the resource was space in that case. Oh, okay. But mm. yeah. Yeah. It depends if they have a motive. Like if their motive is to excavate resources or something or just observe life. We don't we wouldn't know, I guess. We wouldn't know until that happens, but I, I kind of agree with uh what's his what? name? Hawking. <laughs> says we shouldn't be screaming in like I guess in, yeah. in this yeah. we shouldn't be screaming our, our position yeah. in dark force or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. We're just too late um, now. We've given off so many signals that We'll yeah, but but our radius is you know only fifty years or so. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, and then it, it, it you know it, it 
be take their time to get here and all this yeah, other stuff. Yeah, even so if they, they can't be, even get here. Yeah, so we could be long advanced by then. I mean, the true. next nearest galaxy is what Alpha Centauri, which is what hundred, couple hundred light years away. Galaxy, or you mean um, that star? I mean, uh, well, and it's not hundred yeah, light years. Yeah, the that, the nearest it? star, yeah, Alpha Centauri, I think is like it's four, like tens of light years. Yeah, I think it's four point two light years or yeah. something like oh, that. Fucking yeah, weird. man, it's way yeah. closer than you would think. Holy shit! Yeah, that's why we like looking at that one because yeah. it's like we yeah. might be able to go there, you know? Nice. In some reasonable amount of time. Let's do it. Reasonable, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we send a probe there? I kind of agree with uh, somebody well, said this on the well because we we it. just. Uh, Voyager just left the solar system. That's why. That's oh, the we th- did send something. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I'm just saying the time scale you're talking about is like we we can't get there. If yeah. We want to do. Like the time scale it would take to get there is just like we'll be long dead. Yeah. Dude, I hope I hope I hope we survive just just to keep as a species. I really do hope we survive beyond. Me too. This kind of shit because maybe we should start wrapping so it up. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, any closing thoughts, gentlemen? <laughs> AI, not did even I even, once. Did I even get to the? Did I answer the question? Yeah, I guess I did, right? Fermi paradox. Yeah, what yeah, kind of. I don't know. Fermi, like him oh, or what hate I him. think is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you yeah. think there are aliens out there, or you think they're not? I do, but intelligent. Do you think, do you think they're hot or what? Every <laughs> <laughs> boob. Yeah, that's, that's gonna <laughs> be hot to or it. not. What if they have a universal Tinder like species? <laughs> do you think there's like a by the way, closing thought. This is maybe this is one last thing. Yeah. Um, do you guys believe in convergent evolution? Have You're you gonna have to explain that. What do you mean? Convergent God, evolution well, is this doozy. idea <laughs> It's this idea <laughs> that I know we'll try to wrap this up. But like it's this idea that um life forms kind of follow a similar or life follows a similar path because like you see, with even different species, yeah, there's independent, independent evolution yeah. of like similar eyeballs things. and stuff like that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, winged. Um, you know, bats have mm-hmm. wings and birds, birds have, have wings. wings, and they're all independent. Yeah. So they evolve. I think there is, but they're kind of is like. So if there's it's such like a, a thing, kind if, we, of. if we live in a world or in a universe where all the physical rules are the same for the most part, besides like gravity constants and all this other stuff, would we see? life emerging in a like consciousness at least emerging on a similar in a similar manner will we see like is bipedalism something that an intelligent species has to go mm. through to not sure honestly right well i mean the historical precedent is i mean you don't have to have intelligence right like dinosaurs oh, yeah. owned the, the earth, earth for yeah. millions of years before us well, who's to say they weren't right. intelligent everything was wiped out <laughs> Well, they, they didn't have any like tools or anything. Dinosaur telescopes. Yeah, nothing is going to survive. <laughs> tools. Just the Flintstones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. If there was like an intelligent reptile species, say if there was, you know, what the fuck? Like, would they leave any trace? Because like, it's the th- the thing is like. Well, if AI can't take over the world without thumbs, how can reptiles? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? They're slaves to the sun. Touché. They're like slaves to the sun. Don't yeah, give they have dolphins to... thumbs, man. Yeah, yeah. Just letting you know <laughs> yeah, now. That's the end of times. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. We'll close with that, guys. Let's fucking do that. I just got an image of a dolphin pumping a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I want to see that. I don't know what that bitch. means to play us out. What does that mean? All right.